0: Welcome back to the hot mess to awesomeness podcast, a show all about inspiring smart, busy women to put their happiness at the top of their to-do list. Join your host and life coach, Dion Thompson, as she chats with amazing women who have figured out how to make their happiness a priority. And more importantly, what it's really like to go from hot mess to awesomeness. And now on with the show. to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast. I am your host and life coach, Dion Thompson. I am having some flashback moments right now. I am so I am so excited to have my guest, uh Chantal Coward on today. And and as always, we danced our butts off before we hit record. Awesome. And um it's funny, as we were saying, you know, so you and I, we are we live in the same community, we know a lot of the same individuals and I'm I'm very excited to have you here but we haven't had a chance to really get to know each other and then you sent me your songs and they were (laughs) they made me giggle because of course and we'll we'll talk a little bit about but you're a, a, a very prominent professional in our community very um very involved and very dedicated to your work and that's how, that's how I know you. And then when your songs came and I'm like, oh, she's (laughs) my person, she is, you know, so there's a little Beastie Boys in there. There was a little (laughs) little, Little 50 uh, 50 Cent and I I enjoyed that very much. I will say the big difference I think for me listening to into club is that I could picture his face and I'm like, oh, he's such a baby. Like at the time though, that is not how I felt. And now I'm like, oh, I'm sure he is older now, obviously, but my vision of him is this like baby doing his rap thing that, you know, obviously was very popular and and very fun. But anyway,
1: that was, that was my experience and I I enjoyed it a great deal. So I I was thinking, you know, should it be, should the songs be inspirational, motivational? And I thought, no. No they need to be uber catchy. we're dancing today, yeah, absolutely, and you know what there it can be both,
0: sure oh sure, and when it comes to sort of um the the why we get up and dance and move and and sometimes the inspiration just kind of comes from from where it comes from, and uh the catchy tune is is usually very important, as many of the listeners may know, my husband is a musician, so music is a big part of what we do. We have very different tastes, mind you, however um we, we find the joy in in all the music. So I'm I was awesome. very happy with your songs. Awesome, awesome, awesome. For that. It was fun. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me today. As I said, um, we are part of the same community, and um, for me. Uh, we are sort of part of the same stream of support. You know, there's a, a large sort of matrix of how um, coaches support individuals and individuals from therapy, psychotherapy, psychiatry, psychology, all of that. We, we're all sort of on the same spectrum at different points, and um, which is, and having you here and being able to to connect with you um, in our community is a huge, I think, a huge benefit to the all the people that we serve. So thank you so much for being here.
1: And thank you for having me yeah Absolutely. i'm really excited to be here
0: awesome so i i'm just gonna give the official Introduction, so that everybody, because um, I, I mean, I know you, and if you're from Midland, then you, chances are, you know Chantel. But if you don't, um, so Chantel Coward holds a doctorate degree in clinical psychology with an emphasis on health. Uh, she's the founder and director of Chantel Coward and Associates, right here in Midland, fabulous, um, and a multi which is a multidisciplinary mental health and wellness team providing skills therapy and treatment to children, adults, couples, and families. So you a you you and your team, which um, as someone from the community, I have uh, enjoyed the services of the team that you offer. and But I love that it is a full, wholesome, uh, approach where you provide services for everyone, every member of a family, um, regardless if they see the same practitioner, they can they can feel like they're contained in a community, which I think is so valuable, especially when it comes to mental health support. So I'm very excited that mm-hmm. you are here to share a little bit about um, this sort of, I guess maybe behind the profession, hot mess to awesomeness experience. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that, uh, that has come up a lot in the work that I do and in all of these conversations that I've been having is it, it doesn't matter um, where you are in life, what it is that you know, uh, we all face different obstacles in different ways and um, you know, having the knowledge and, and having the tools and the gifts to be able to share that and support others doesn't always mean we can do all of the healing ourselves. Doesn't mean that, you know, we are on the other side going, well, I know what I'm supposed to do, so I'm just going to do it because it's easy. No, it, it, it does require, um, you know, wraparound supports. It does require others to be in our lives to to offer guidance and and accountability and um, sometimes just a sounding board. And um, so I'm, like I said, I'm looking forward to hearing about your journey and what brought you to this place where you can be such an asset to an entire community.
1: Yeah. Well, back to supports. I mean, we definitely need supports. Every single one of us, I'm Mm -hmm. constantly turning to my team. I have lots of mentors throughout my schooling who I just adore and love turning to. I turn to my family, my friends. Exercise is a massive support for me. Actually, I'm in this environment. Not for that reason, actually. I was just, as we were just discussing, my dog is incredibly social and lots of people are out and about with this nicer weather. And the minute she sees anything, she loses it. So I thought, I need to be away from that. So this is why I'm in in the gym. But it's definitely a huge, it's something I turn to, you know, for support. So for me, I entered university as a chemistry major, actually, and a lot of people find that really interesting, but started as a chemistry major. I was interested in dentistry. Um, Fascinating
0: subject, by the way.
1: (laughs) Yes. um, And it was an elective that I took, psychology, during my undergraduate degree. And it was actually my professor, my undergraduate professor, Professor Mitterer, who made psychology so fascinating mm-hmm. and it was from that first year elective that I cont- I started to double major still interested in de- dentistry but then very interested in and in of course you know psychology as well so stuck with psychology and of course didn't realize how big of a commitment it was going to be You know, I kind of knew what I wanted to do. I just didn't really have a clear sense of what that looked like. (laughs) So 10 years, it was a 10 year commitment. You know, I was in university for 10 years and a lot of my friends and family members would joke. They would say, you know what, Chantelle, you love school. Um, No, I love learning. I I don't love school. This Mm -hmm. is a means to an end. And it was, I would say, as soon as probably my second year of my master's degree was when it really started to feel like that. Oh my gosh, like this is going to be a long haul, Mm. just heavy academic demands, um, sleep deprivation, excuse me, having to miss out on activities with family and friends. I'll never forget being, I completed my master's degree in London, England. And I'll never forget locking myself in my bathroom, in my very small flat, which may, meant my bathroom was very small as well, to try to force myself to attend and concentrate and just get through, you know, that, that thick obstacle at that time. So just, you know, just really having to be so self-disciplined to a fault, right. you know, at times.
0: What, mm-hmm. um, and i that's a, it's a fascinating and I I want to say, although your experience is yours, being where you were, doing what you were doing, but I think the the process is is pretty I don't say universal, but a lot of people go through it. A lot of women go through that. With you know we we set the goals, and especially the you know the the doers, because I attract a whole lot of doers. Yes. Um, and you know I, I'm there. It is I'm going and. I mean, yeah, okay, so I have to do this, 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 okay, yep, I got these other things going on, okay, that's fine, but i'm still I'm still doing. and um, it, not everybody goes through or finds the tools, perhaps the bathroom that they needed. Um, and so I'm interested what what other uh, supports would you say that in that moment you turn to and 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 then I guess from that, <clears throat> how would you say that that impacted or influenced how you then supported people who maybe were facing the same sort of like, I have to just like power through and get through this.
1: Well, it's about, you know, clearing the clutter, right? I I feel it was about clearing the clutter. It's always about clearing the clutter, right? We all have stressors. So like multiple, multiple, multiple stressors. And so many stressors are resolvable. So just, you know, if we intentionally look at our stressors, right? We can resolve them so that they're not weighing on us. Mm-hmm. Then there are some stressors that don't even belong to us. So yeah, gently hand those back. Right. And then there are stressors that we're railing against. We're just railing against them and they're not going to go anywhere. It's, it's, it's a poor use of our time and energy. So accepting those stressors. So for me, it was about um, really just trying to focus on what I needed to know getting to know getting to know you know your professors and getting to know you know uh park supplemental readings like you're not doing those you're just doing core (laughs) readings like learning to clear clutter Mm. and really focusing on what really matters and focusing on what really matters doesn't always mean focusing on it's often about why focus on your strengths because you're good at that stuff it's about paying attention actually to your weaknesses because that's you know what really really needs to be developed when i work with a lot of university students when they're studying they're studying on they're studying content that they know they, they gravitate toward the content they know well and we all do that we yeah. gravitate toward what we know well yeah. but our weaknesses you know there's often a lot of avoidance when that's exactly what we have to move in the direction of so, What.
0: Sorry, I apologize for interrupting, but I totally meant to. Um, what? So there's a couple of things that just went poof, poof in my head. So, what role would you say?